Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan, and... Uh, Hi, I'm not awkward. I just made a protein shake for us. Delightful. It helps us stay skinny. Ah, uh, excellent, yes. It's a California roll shake. I took all the sushi stuff and I put it in this blender. Got my hand stuck in it for a second, but then... Uh, was it was it the comedic time or was it the actual time? It was the comedic time. Okay. I have all my fingers. Uh, next and time. And now we have delicious um, fake crab meat shakes. Mmm, tasty. Um, yeah, we are doing the wonderful, insane Bonkers. Death Spa. This oh. movie... A.K.A. From- uh, witch Bitch. <laughs> Which is terrible. I mean, because aside from just the fact that, you know, having bitch in the title is pretty terrible. Yeah. But more than that, also, like, it literally spoils the whole oh, yeah. movie. It's like, we weren't supposed to know that until the third act or it second act or something. Witch bitch and the cantankerous computer and the... <laughs> And the um and the evil and the evil lawyer evil lawyer <laughs> and the Scooby Doo subplot that didn't need to be there, uh yeah and the British guy with the row machine that just disappears that poor guy he has a great career though that oh, yeah? dude actually like he's got like seventy IMDb credits he's like done a bunch of stuff so <laughs> luckily he actually came Let's out of that okay hit him up and ask him where he went because. He's pretty heavy in, like, the first 20 minutes of this movie, and then he just vanishes. He's their comic relief. Yeah, but, like... And uh, and it doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> he doesn't even die, does he? No, he just disappears. He, like, he legitimately, just stops like, just... He's not even at the party. Yeah. <laughs> That's very sad. I mean, but he survived, so good on him. That's, I mean, when everything was going chaotic at the end, you know, I just expected to cut to him on the rowing machine. Maybe He's be like, still there. Hop on board! We'll get out of this alive! But, okay. <laughs> and also, that, so that's fascinating. The, there's that thing where they're like, oh, we got to make sure that the machines are working for this party. Everybody's drinking Who's and hanging out. out. Nobody's <laughs> working out in the damn... How is that a subplot? How is an automated gym like that even a thing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing that's fascinating about him, about that part of this. I did like a um, tiny, tiny bit of research. There's there's shit out there <laughs> on this everywhere. So if you want to know more about this, it exists in the world. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely one of the writers, when he was asked about that subplot, he was like, well, you know, and now the, those kind of things are everywhere. And I was like, I was just reading this, so I couldn't experience whether that was sarcasm or not (laughs) or maybe he thinks that all of the gyms that are out there in the world are actually run by computers now which is who fucking knows maybe it is think about the uh, arm press dude like well (laughs) i mean that machine when you want to use it you just put a pin somewhere bing 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 select your weight and this gym you have to slide your secret key card in there so it accesses your profile and then you tell the robot what to do like I mean, Why would, if, if how is everything that a in the way <laughs> this that they pin had was it, just too freaking it was ridiculous. too difficult. I mean, as a weightlifter, I was having a hard time moving things around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just too much exertion for me at this at this stage it's of my like life. It's like the guy when the when he alters the resistance on the on the exercise bikes. Like, why would you? <laughs> It's, just, just move the lever on the handlebar. It's tiny. It's so easy. Why aren't you doing that? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I. I, I can, couldn't figure out the benefit of the automated gym. I mean, currently, I could imagine that maybe you have, like, a certain number of reps, and it tracks your reps, and it tracks, like, your progress, and all those it's sorts like of things. Gig- it's, like a, it's like the 1960s IBM computer version of a Fitbit. Right, exactly. <laughs> but 
Uh, the only other thing I could think of was back to that um, press machine there. All the weights were like behind the wall, so if yes. you automate it like that, it could be like a space saving for the gym, like more floor space because you don't need to get to the back section. Or you the... didn't need a real machine and you could just jam them just into some drywall. Just jam some metal pipes into a wall and call it a machine. Yeah. Uh, and You're here's spoiling the movie magic. Speaking of of movie magic, at the end of this, Joe Weeder isn't thanked at all, and I was like. He's got product placement all over this thing. There's yeah, like poppin', pills poppin exploding. Pill There's like they're, they're they in keep the, in the refrigerator. Right in the <laughs> store, they're selling his protein shakes and like everything's Joe Weeder. They're Joe Weeder attack fish. Uh, no, those are for whatever that sushi guy is who definitely gave them money. Yeah, and he's like he's the guy that introduced sushi to California, I believe. Like he was the guy that popularized it in like big oh, restaurants. Oh, that 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 company yeah yeah i can't remember what they're called but like, he's he's apparently a multi-gajillionaire so that's fascinating um death spa just making careers making yeah. it's got hillary from fresh prince i didn't know that actually. yeah she's a girl that doesn't follow through with the three-way wow yeah. hillary jeez yeah mm. <laughs> i'm shocked i'm <laughs> i'm dumbstruck how could she Okay, also, before we even start, I, this is going to take forever, because now I've got so many questions even before we start talking about this. <laughs> Good, because I have all the answers in the world. Well, <laughs> how many girlfriends does he have? How well, many all people? Of them. Okay, so <laughs> this, this confused me a little bit. Was the person who he was dressing up in the same costume as when they both dressed up as Harlequins at yeah. the end? They were Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I guess whatever, <laughs> but they they were in a relationship as well. He I was hooked I on that. He was all about that three way. He had his right. wife. He has um, his wife. He has, he has the, um, the, um, the blind asparagus girl. blind girl. Uh. <laughs> God, that scene. Uh, that is definitely the V eight juice of this movie. <laughs> if you were to compare it to say Ninja Three: The Domination, uh, wow. That I, scene. I just I think that was just a, a plot point because I think that's why his brother was right mad yeah, at yeah. him. Brother in law was mad at him. I was just I was just unsure as to his relationship specifically with the brunette who gets clocked on the head at the end. Yeah, they they make that weird. That was that was a weird thing where she just sort of shows up and she's like, "We're going to wear costumes together." But like yeah. she seemed to be pretty cool with showing up in the same places that his future wife? Yeah, I think Whatever her Maybe she was just jelly, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get maybe it. Maybe she was like Yeah, cuz she was the one that put the mask on too and tried to scare what's her nuts, right? I again, this is because I think I think she was just like kind of, but she wasn't the one who was dating the lawyer, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes, she wasn't. <laughs> yes, she was. I thought. I, okay, I... she was. Then that explains why she was at the place after hours when. Yeah. Because the she, problem she was, was there a, were so many interchangeable response. women in this that oh, I was yeah. like, I don't know who you are. Yep. You look just like that other person. Uh, but okay, so that's she was the one God. that put the chlorine in the shower to. Burn, oh, this burn makes girl. so much sense. And so when he hits her on the head, when the lawyer hits her at the end, he's hitting his partner that he doesn't know is her. I got it. Yeah. Oh. Or, or. Oh, is that why? Because they have the same costume. Because they have the same costume. So, and Michael. Yep. That was the deal. Ah, okay. Well, that answered a question I had. <sighs> okay. Because I, I was feel like I'm confused, but then so much crazy wackadoo shit happened that I was like, I don't Jesus. care anymore. I just, I just want to watch the Melty what's people. The, what's the point of even caring about what's <laughs> happening? This thing is amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
this is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time. Like as far as shit movies go, this is. I remember loving it, but I hadn't watched it in probably a decade. I had forgotten how bonkers it really is. It really is like there's just so much going on in this movie. They can't stop adding plot points yeah. and adding weird shit. It just never stops, and it it's just never not entertaining. Yeah, like there's never a That's second where yeah. you're bored. Yep. Like this movie is just a hundred miles an hour fucking beautiful so i mean and it's got plenty of dumb stuff but a lot of the dumb stuff is fun and there's tons of boobs and they do the boob thing right like it's just it's peppered through but it never slows it down and it's never there's never any dumb slow ass love scenes it's just just fun boobs all the time right it's never also bad boobs either like right (laughs) yeah there's never the there's never the like torture scene where someone's topless or like even in, the, someone even in naked. the final five minutes where the fire is blowing, there's just one chick who pops up in the flames topless, and she's like, oh my gosh! <laughs> she's like a Muppet. She's like yeah. a sexy naked Muppet. It was the craziest thing. <laughs> just like, ah! shit, just, just fits in boobs in the last five minutes. <laughs> can't uh, without this. Genius. Yes. From all reports, there was the, when they did the shower scene, it took basically two minutes to film, and they were like, it took them three hours to film. It was like a two minute scene that took them three hours to film. And the producer basically had to come over to the director and be like, okay, enough. Very serious. Yeah. Literally was like, (laughs) okay, dude, you got it like fucking two hours ago, buddy. I know what's going on here. Come on. We've completely got over our film stock budget. (laughs) This is, this is rest of this movie will be shot on video. (laughs) Bad news. Oh God. All right. I didn't have that inside scoop. (laughs) Yeah. No, there's a really good thing over. So, what brought it to mind was the fact that this is one of my favorite movies and we wanted to do it from the beginning, but we couldn't. And then how did this get made had done it at some point. And they're okay. like the big fancy, you know, you know, rich people who uh, do podcasts. Maybe on the they'll side. have us on sometime. No, they will definitely not. <laughs> uh, but they also did uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens finally like oh, yeah. last week. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Quit eating our lunch. But either way. Simpsons did it. <laughs> <laughs> since since they did that, I was like, oh shit, you know, we should do Death Spa because that movie rules, and so that's what that's what brought it to well, mind. I think there's enough podcasts in the world for oh, us all to do Death Spa. Of we course, want. we can all do it. <laughs> but the thing that was cool about them doing it is that they have a relationship with this guy who does like background research, and he did a big long interview with like four different people, and so it's up online and you can oh, read wow. through it. So. There's there's lots of background information on this, so we won't dwell a ton on fun facts for this one. Especially since I've already got fucking six pages of plot for this thing. Dang. So, all right, let's let's tarry no longer. Okay. Okay. We start off with... The beginning is kind of a nothing shot. It's kind of like this really... like looks like it's shot on video shot. We come down and we see the outside of the spa... The spa looks stupid. There's no way <laughs> well, around there's it. No <laughs> way around it. <laughs> the one one of its biggest failings is the choice of neon lights for this sign. It looks so bad. Oh, it looks like a five year old drew squiggles and they turned it into a. It looks like balloon animals yeah, or exactly, something. It's yeah. terrible. And which is dumb because they could have. Uh, I think they, they effect- had to custom make it. Oh yeah, definitely. And they did it with a so the lightning bolt could yeah, spell of course block out the words right. and spell death spa, but like. 
it's almost like illegible. Yes. In a way, like what if they had a nice uniform sign where that happened and there was no mistaking it? You know what I mean? That, right. That it made it, it so much it more impactful. Like, and also just the color choices, like it made it look like it was like a jimboree or something. Balloon animals, every different color letter, and then you take some out. It doesn't have the same effect as if uh, I have a great photo from my trip back from Florida back in like 2000, where there was a shell station and the S burnt out, so it just said <laughs> hell, but it was all in just red block letters, so it looked so. T- you know what I mean? Mm. What if Death Spa was all just in red I mean, big yeah, block it letters? It would wonderful. look so much more impactful and. Yeah. You, you, you pick up on it so much easier. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, those those letters were very strange. But uh, we get the uh, we get some negative scratch lightning that hits, and we pan down to the Star Body Health Spa. Some, like, super 80s aerobics ladies get out and get into what looks like a Suzuki Samurai, so you know what year it is, pretty yeah. much. 1987. Yep. And so... Man, I want a Samurai. <laughs> aren't those the ones that tip over instantly no, and explode. those are Bronco 2s. I think they're Samurais as well, but uh, either Man. way. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, this is a cool red herring that sets us up. So, even though it's, it's, it's part of why this movie is so bonkers. Mm-hmm. So, it assumes that you've seen a shit ton of these movies, which is a great thing. I love a movie that knows that you've seen other movies. And this thing is like, oh, it strikes it with lightning, and you're like, oh, shit. We know that this is about a computerized health spa. It just got struck by lightning. Computer's going crazy, (laughs) and it's going to kill people. What an easy plot. I've got that in my head when I'm going into this movie already. And so it sets us up for this expectation of killer computer, and it's thwarted instantly, and then it's thwarted a second time, which is even crazier. <laughs> so, like, we're instantly like, oh, it's the computer going haywire from being struck by lightning, like, you know, like a uh, chopping mall. And then instead, it's a ghost. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a possession. It's, oh, well, it's a possession and a fucking it's, lawyer. It's, who's, a, it's a giant tag team. Yeah, it's just <laughs> nonstop. This guy never stood a chance. I mean, everybody was out to get him. <laughs> and he was out to get everybody. Ooh, he sure was. Um, Popcorn player. <laughs> we get a handheld walking shot. Uh, going into the spa, we get to look at everything on the floor. What it looks like is an old what, mall. What it looks like is a really cheap uh, 1950s sci-fi movie. Like, <laughs> I mean... Every, everything looks like that, that kind of thing. Like, I'm going to go work out in oh, my space right, gym. Right, right. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it, it looks like it looks like an old mall, essentially, that they put a bunch of workout equipment in. But everything looks like if you saw this in uh, like a normal rich person's house, this much equipment, you'd be like, why is the equipment so shitty? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like not not overly impressive, but. And just a bad job if you look if you look closely at the details. A lot of it is like gaffer things, tape. Gaffer and, tape, yeah. things like things not flush with the floor, just lumpy. Like it's terrible. I mean that. It adds a neat charm to the it. The butterfly press is almost unforgivable, mm-hmm. except for how great that scene is. Yeah. Uh, it's so goofy, wonderful. <laughs> but uh, so we get some more spooky music. Um, it's fun music but then there's this weird thing where we're like okay do 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 empty space spooky music and then we go up to the aerobics studio and there's a woman doing a full-on sexy aerobics dance like looks like she's auditioning for an 80s music video Mm -hmm. and they keep the the spooky music going through the whole thing all i could think was burning those after hour cows like 
how embarrassed do you think she was? <laughs> you know, <if> like <laughs> she put on such a great show, and then she hears it, it's like right, exactly. Like later, she goes back and watches that, and they just like hung her out to dry. Music like it sounds like old residence music. In the right, beginning. exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> very like, very synthy. Yeah, but it's cool. I do. I like the soundtrack too. I do as well. Um, okay, so she gets done her routine. She sits down, and we get what we think is a killer POV hand cam. Dun, dun, dun. Feet, feet pulling the frame. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then, hey, it's just Marvin. It's Ken, it's our old it's pal, Ken Foray. Our favorite Ken Foray. Absolutely. Who is, again, because this is entirely predicated on this idea that was set up in the 80s that every health spa is basically just a swingers club. Yep. So we don't ever know, like, in a normal movie... That would be like, oh, Ken Foray, her boyfriend, because she like picks, he picks her up and kisses her, and is like, ah. We don't even know. No, nope. they could have just met two hours ago <laughs> for this fucking movie. They're just good friends. Exactly. And he's a good kisser. And and so everybody kisses him. <laughs> uh, it's the outbreak of herpes that's the real killer <laughs> in this fucking the origin movie. story. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> We go, uh, she uses her card to get into her locker because this is our amazing future space stuff. And Space gym. Space gym. And uh, she gets into her towel and we don't see her naked because she's shy. She would never want to get naked in front of a camera. And you go over and you think that this is this bashful scene of an actress and we're getting a PG-13 and then she goes fully naked yep, in the spa. And you're like, whoa. What? Hasn't even been five minutes yet, movie. Man. So, thank you. <laughs> Going all in. <laughs> uh, and so, she goes into whatever that is. It's like a combination shower-sauna type thing. I don't know what that room is. It's space gym shit. Again, you wouldn't understand. Exactly. We wouldn't understand because it's the gym of the future. <laughs> it is. It's a tanning bed, sauna, <laughs> shower room. Sure. Uh, and masturbation stage. And also masturbation. And, but... <laughs> Don't you dare masturbate in there, or else oh, you get the chlorine. You get the chlorine gas. <laughs> so <totally> discourage <laughs> <laughs> She's just about to touch herself when, boom, chlorine gas chlorine. <laughs> starts pouring out of this thing. They eventually explain. I'm gonna say in big air quotes, explain how this happens. But man, it is not satisfactory <laughs> to be like, like really, like okay. Okay, fine, whatever. And why'd you do this too? <laughs> oh my god, the ending when they... Oh, there's, there's so many parts of that that were like actually frustrating, which was the end specifically when she's like, well, the door was supposed to unlock. Yeah. Well, then do something else that doesn't involve pouring <laughs> gas in the fucking pipes, I was just lady. gonna like lightly burn her flesh all over her body. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you doing this to her again? Because you want the because you want to you want to take over the business, I think. By, yeah. By making the business, by making nobody want to go to the business because everybody gets chlorine burns. I, I mean, it's not it's not a great plan. <laughs> I don't Either think way, they thought it through. No, not not well at least, and they certainly didn't expect the place to get possessed by you know this guy's dead wife. Who would think that? Nobody. Um, so. We cut to Michael, our gym owner. He's passed out on a couch while an old movie plays in the background. Um, we see him. We see the first example of his dream, which is, you know, 
he dreams of his wife burning alive in a wheelchair. It's a question. Was she in a wheelchair? Yes, she was. Okay, do they mention That's that? why she killed herself, yes. Oh, okay. So, wh- how did the- he? How did a fitness guy hook up with the wheelchair? Ah, see, here is the thing. What happens is that she, she got pregnant. She didn't want to get pregnant, mm-hmm. as David says. And during childbirth, she lost the baby, and something happened, and her spine was like set out of whack Did somehow. They say which, all this? Absolutely, oh, that's what geez. David says. What the hell was I? And so she's in Probably a wheelchair. The station. Exactly. <laughs> Still recovering from that, <laughs> uh, and and he's basically like, oh, you know, all of these terrible things have happened. And it's all your fault because she was getting more and more bitter. She was, she was in a wheelchair and then she got more and more bitter because she knew that Michael was cheating on her and all these things. So she doused herself with gasoline and set herself on fire in her wheelchair. Okay. And that's, that is the reason. And so that's why it is, that's why David can pretty much, it's, it's way less indirect. Like it, it really is basically his fault. It's pretty much Michael's fault. So he's a bad dude. Yeah, he's a total piece of shit, and mm. he feels no remorse, and he's, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> and he's our main character, but somehow, eh, it's fine. I guess we'll roll with it. I mean, he's. So we don't have a good guy, then, do we? That's fascinating because the only person we have that we Marvin, li- that we uh, like Ken in Foray this movie, nice. well, we like we like Ken Foray, but he's never anywhere around. But we also like uh, Blind Lady. Yep, Blind Laura, Lady is she's she without sin in this movie, but she's kind of a nothing burger of a character. Oh, big time! Like she does nothing. You know, she eats. She limp, gets burned and then eats asparagus. Eats limp <laughs> asparagus that represents his limp dong. Um, that's weird. Okay, let's see. So he gets a call in the middle of the night. He's gonna go drive his hot Porsche down to uh, down to the hospital down that street in every movie in every movie in history um and and then just barge through every door in the hospital i love that (laughs) because he's like he just kind of like barges in he's like acts like he's supposed to be there and eventually someone just comes up to him in an la hospital an la hospital are you looking for laura harris (laughs) there's three there's like fucking three people in the whole hospital no patience in sight and he's just oh you must be yeah you must be Dave. you must be michael you're looking for laura come with me it's How the only room <laughs> what a wonderful yeah. hospital uh it's there's the a- one operating room you didn't barge in on yet <laughs> oh yeah that's right he did actually literally barge into like <laughs> yeah. a clean operating yeah. room yeah. what an ass face <laughs> god damn it forgot about that um Okay, so we find out that she's alive and she's been burned. She's it, It's not as bad as it looks, but she's been burned over a portion of her body. A portion? <laughs> That's a direct line. Yes. Not like she's suffered second degree burns she's on 75%. Blind. Like, she's... She's, a portion. She's suffered burns on a portion of her body. Listen, this hospital—they've got other stuff <laughs> so to do. So she's than got a out. burn. She's got a burn. She's blind. I mean, and they bury the lead there. The oh yeah. The thing is that she's blind. So. But she she'll get. It comes back. She's at the party at the end. She can finally see again. Can she? Yeah, she says that. It's like I can so glad to see the world again. Like. It's oh just, wow! She was just burnt a li- She was just blind a little bit. Okay, she was just a little. Well, I mean, clearly they did. She mm-hmm. was going to get her sight back eventually. Yes. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. A seduction scene with the food and the bandages and 
I don't know if they were going for a joke, but fuck, it works. Man, man it's, <laughs> it's funny. so weird. Either way, it is very, very funny. It's like Naked Gun. Oh, definitely. Esque, yeah. Oh, my God. So noisy. Hold on. Let me shut this off. There we go. Okay, that was you. Yeah, sorry. That was me. Um, anyway, okay. Uh, we now go to... We go back to the gym, and we see that they're selling the Joe Weeders weight gain formula. <laughs> And we get introduced to Freddy, our comic relief, uh, who's he's like a British a, guy, who's just like always on a row machine and like putting more weights than he can lift. He's and, basically like, like in. Have you ever worked a shitty enough job that you had to watch an employee training video? Yes. He's like the guy in every employee training video oh, yeah. when they're like, "Don't do what Freddy does," <laughs> you know. Of course, I can bench press five hundred pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> When Freddy changes the shake machine, he puts his whole head in it. Don't do that. Yeah, it's that shit. That's that's literally his thing. He is a goofus to Michael's gallant. So uh, he's got a cool uh, Flintstone shirt too. He does have a cool Flintstone shirt. Bedrock Health Club. He's pretty awesome. Uh, Okay, so uh, we now go to the nerve center of the operation. It's this like. Awesome again, Roger Cormany. Again, 1950s yeah. spaceship. Oh, like, shit, yeah. The, oh, it, it's the best. <laughs> blinking it's, lights all over the walls. It's Airplane 2. It's the blinking it's totally, and flashing yep. lights. <laughs> the only thing missing is a shush-operated doors. <laughs> it's pretty close. Um, I really enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, lots of lots of blinking lights with dubious functionality, you know, lots of, like, switches that don't seem to do anything. And uh, we meet our computer programmer, David, who is in charge of this entire place. And for some reason, he literally needs to be like the man in the chair for this whole operation. And he just messes with people like I'm going to make I'm going to make the bike harder to ride and make these weights heavier to lift. Yeah. And then he's got this weird sidekick who also vanishes in this movie like. He's got that little toady guy watching him. Yeah. He just disappears he just halfway disappears through the movie, too. too. I mean, and he's, like, he's a very, I don't know, he's a Julian Sands type, I think, <laughs> if you were, like, casting for him. You'd be like, I'm looking for a Julian Sands type. <laughs> but he's he's a gay guy that never, that in an 80s movie, it's never made fun of, and it's never anything more than just a facet of his personality. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty fucking shocking, to be honest. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of 80s movies. And they don't that, really do anything with it, though, do they? He just I kind mean, of, like, makes a comment, like, I can't improve on this bodybuilder. Right, like, exactly. So he's just, he's a gay dude. That's it. And that's it. Yeah. Well, but again, like... Oh, you're saying, like, I'm they don't saying treat that it differently. fucking okay. impressive for an okay, 80s movie. yeah. So, um... <laughs> it's usually just like, yeah, here's Eddie, he's in charge of the computers. And he's gay! <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean... It, it's the I'm saying that they used to do that, right? Exactly. <laughs> like they would have, it would have been a very, a, like a really important plot point. Yep. But in this, it it does, it isn't at all. Just made me think of one of my favorite news bloopers about the blind man that climbed Everest. You ever seen that clip? No. Like, We're going to tell you about a, a person that climbed Mount Everest, but get this, he's gay. I, I mean, he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's on YouTube. It's How so is good. that? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> huh? I I'm dumbfounded. Yeah. I don't even understand how that how that little thing works. Uh, anyway, okay, let's go. 
where, where are we at here? Uh, all right. Oh, he's introduced just in time because now the LAPD wants to speak to him because he controls the system that chlorinated that lady. And so they need answers. And, you know, of course, who wouldn't? That's an insane accident. It's not like there's a fucking oh, yeah. pipe of chlorine somewhere. This is. <laughs> And that's how they approach it. They're like, ah, you com- you control the computer. You could have diverted the chlorine lines into that room. And it's like, no, you couldn't have. There aren't chlorine lines. <laughs> a person put it in there. Like, this is clearly sabotage. And you're, like, approaching it like, this is an inside job of somebody who just typed the right code in and made the water chlorinated. So where were you last night? <laughs> I was at home hacking. Also, maybe not the best way to cover your tracks. <laughs> that line is so cringy. <laughs> I, I, I love, there are two things I love about this. I love, A, the fact that you couldn't have said anything to make you sound more guilty than that. You're literally, it's like, somebody, uh, somebody poisoned some cats out here. What were you doing at home? Poisoning cats, but not these. Um, so, I was working on a computer program that poisons, poisons cats. cats. <laughs> uh, very odd. And then, and also, like, they're like, oh, so you must be some kind of computer programmer getting in there and doing things. What were you doing at home? I was hacking. What's that? <laughs> yeah. You just described hacking in two sentences previous to this. Oh, well. Anyway, so... One of these cops is an out-of-shape guy who's going to be constantly distrustful of any new thing at the gym. He's the middle-aged guy who's like, carob coffee, whatever. Wait, what did you just say? Carob coffee. Was it carob? That's what I heard. I heard carrot. I, I mean, I was trying to hear what it was, <laughs> and I thought that I thought that might have been a joke, like, we put vegetables in I everything mean, here, so get me a cup of carrot coffee. I rewound it several I times, and I couldn't make out the... I think it's carob. I know carob? The carob is a disgusting chocolate substitute that's like a bean that probably could be made into coffee and would be disgusting. I only know because my mother was an insane hippie when I was growing up, <laughs> and we had a lot of carob around the house. Ah. And it was gross. That probably that does make more sense than carrot. <laughs> it does make more sense than carrot. Um, anyway, so the other cop is a, speaking of interesting choices, the other cop is a middle-aged, like, dreadlock-wearing black woman who is her, his sergeant. Mm-hmm. And nothing is made of that either. Yeah. Nobody calls attention to it. This movie is shockingly progressive it the is. more I think about it. Wow. Mm. That's fucking weird. But she's awesome. And she's the, like... She's the cool, calm, collected one, and she's just like, I've seen everything, and I'm, I'm, I understand this thing. She's like, just hip enough to be like, I get what this whole health club thing is about, and she can kind of like go, ugh, this guy. <laughs> she's kind of our bridge between like the super cool people at the club and the super lame guy who's the partner. Yep. Who's always eating. Who's always <laughs> eating. Um and for some reason, putting sunglasses on at the end. Because <laughs> that was when he got cool. Oh. He got cool just before he died. He, I mean, the way that that scene played out, he looked like he had a chance. Like, yeah. that looked like he was, like, uh, shocked. He was about to... Like, he was going to hook up with that bee about lady. About to buzz, buzz, get his buzz on. <laughs> Sadly. A nice cup of carob coffee. That was not carrots. to be. Um, so, let's see. Oh. God, if I call out every weird thing in this, I'm, we're going to be here all night. 
But this told you fo- it was going to be a special. You're four right. Hour this is going to be a special four hour episode. <laughs> the room that they go into for the interview. It's just like blue drapery with cow skulls that are painted different ways. It's the craziest looking thing. And then you go back to his house and you find out that he's got a cow skull aesthetic. Yeah, he's got a lot of weird things. He's, he's got, got a wooden, cow skull in his house. Too. I missed the dong. All I saw was <laughs> cow skulls and then eventually there's like a little tiny vest on like a boom stand, <laughs> which is real weird. Uh, yeah, no, decor, very odd in yes. his office. Okay, so cops interrogate the computer room guy, um, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I didn't do this crime. If I was going to do crime, I'd be doing, like, credit card fraud. That was bank fraud. another really good line. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not my style to assault women, to assault women. And they say, okay. I just like techno thievery. Yeah. And uh, hacking. And then we cut to a lady on the high dive, and she's going up there, and she's jumping and jumping, and then... And, and- Here's where the movie first tells us that it's not just the computer. It's not just the computer. There ain't no way that computer's <laughs> unscrewing a bolt. <laughs> I mean, I remember the first time I watched this movie being like, just absolutely my brain exploded when this <laughs> happened because I assumed that they were really pointing to... The computer And the still? computer undid these, there must be computerized screws. Yeah. <laughs> but, which is kind of what the cops say at that point, where they're like, I wonder who did this. And it's like, well somebody unscrewed it or they just it was just <laughs> more maintenance with the bolts yeah exactly that she determines after just looking at something for two seconds well and also another odd thing about this movie is you know how horror movies especially haunting horror movies it's like oh somebody you know knocked over this glass of, this glass of water oh man somebody put a dent in my car now somebody ran over my dog. Now somebody killed my kid. Now they blew up the house. You know, like it accelerates. Okay. It's one of those I things. I where you're going with this. But in this, it's like, it starts off and somebody gets burned with <laughs> chlorine and they lose their sight. And then it's like, eh, and then made you do a belly flop. <laughs> made, you, made you fall into the same water you were going to fall into yeah. anyway. And then the board well, could have hit been, you, but it didn't. could have been crushed, yeah. Just that the ghost was shitty at this. The ghost learns from this that maybe seems she needs to... Seems an odd choice that they didn't crush her. I mean, it, it seems like at least they would have hit her on the back of the head with it and tried to save her afterwards yeah. or something. Like, she like you just see the board come down and smack her and you're like, yep. oh shit, they drag her out and they have to... It, it seems weird that hmm. she just, like, completely unscathed. unscathed. Yeah, yeah, it does seem weird. Anyway. Um, but she is. Um, so... Do, do, do. Where are we at? Let's see. Oh, right. This is when Michael and David get into a big fight. We find out that David has a thing against Michael because he believes, because his He's ex-wife. He's the twin sister of Michael's ex-dead wife. Well, wait. Wait, dead <laughs> wife. Uh, yes. Who is, well, I guess his ex now. I mean, I guess ex in many ways. <laughs> in in ex-parrot kind of way. <laughs> yes. So, yes, they're in a big fight because David, like we said earlier, David believes that Michael is responsible for killing his sister, who oh, he was married oh, to. Oh, another plot point. Twin sister. They have special twin thoughts. Right. And that's, just to add some more fucking right. confusion pepper into this thing. Right. But it does also explain, I mean, it doesn't explain No, it does anything, not explain the ending of it all. <laughs> No, no, it doesn't. Sometimes when a twin dies, the other twin becomes that twin, <laughs> even if it's a different gender, and morphs back and forth. I don't know. She comes from hell, and she can do special stuff. 
man, I love her sales pitch at the I end. Know. When like, like come die with me and live in hell forever. <laughs> it's like sure, babe. <laughs> lady, you could have lied. <laughs> you could have been like, where I am, everything's awesome, and there's like you can work out on any kind of thing, and there's ab crunches all day long, or all whatever the, the hell Michael's are automated into. Automated, and they're not even computerized. <laughs> We have but the automated. best workout gear yeah. where I'm from. Instead, she's like, come with me and live in hell forever. <laughs> Man. Not... Good stuff. Not an ad agent, <laughs> that lady. Um, okay. So, we're also introduced now to the skinny lady that is... Now that I understand what's going on, she's the girlfriend of his lawyer who he's having sex with he's also having sex with her as well i assume don't ever see that or mention it though why are they dressed in the same costume oh yeah she's like yeah we got matching why wouldn't the lawyer and him be in that costume i don't understand it seems like she and the lawyer should be in the costume if they're they're a couple but i think the thing is that we aren't supposed to know that they're a couple oh okay that's the uh I think that's part that's of the a conniving twist. ruse thing. Okay. Yeah, that's my guess. Is that we're not supposed to see that, and then by virtue of that, then it's like, oh, you two are here together, are you? You know, and that's how they find out that they're in cahoots. I guess. <laughs> all right. So the cops learn all that stuff about Michael, Michael's wife burning to death, and so we get that. We get another nightmare about the about the burning wheelchair. Um, also, every time they do a really good job of painting him as a bit of a sociopath mm-hmm. because every time he wakes up from the, like his wife burning in a wheelchair dreams, it's not like he, he goes, Oh, oh God, Oh, not the nightmare. That horrible thing. He always just kind of goes, Oh, oh that fucking thing again. He just kind of like <laughs> looks up and he's like, yeah, well, he does that later on in one scene too, where he's just like, or, or he's just like, Oh, just having those dreams. Or it just seems like the, there's a presence in the gym. Oh, well, Oh, well, <laughs> Back to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> so, um, what else? There was something else important in here that I think I missed, but whatever. We this is the, where we missed a football game. Him and Ken Foray just keep talking about the dangerous shit that happens here while doing like horseplay games the whole time. Yeah, yeah. There's there's that, and then there's and then he and Ken Foray have a playful swim race. Yeah, again here the same thing. Like- Ken Foray tries to drown him, which is good. Um, he mentions that he and uh, what's her name were the only ones in the place when when they left. Yep, Laura. Yep, and then but how did Patricia find her afterwards? Oh, mm. turns out she was there too. She says, "I was just going back to get my purse." Women don't forget their purse. Liar, liar, dumb lie. Um, <clears throat> and also like a really. Uh, all of this stuff is really easy to prove too. Like she clearly was there for a certain amount of time. You know, you know what, where you wouldn't know a place that doesn't have fucking passcodes for yes, literally thank everything. You, you that need w- your slide card to get everywhere. You literally have to slide everything. So there's a record of every place she went and they handed it to the police, but the police were so lazy that they didn't read the printout. I think is literally the, I think oh, that's yeah? the no prize is that it probably was in that, and they were just like, oh, that's a lot of pages. Mm. Nah, we'll just deal with it later. I don't like reading. (laughs) Exactly. 
Uh, I mean, and probably they wouldn't have known what it meant it meant anyway. Mm-hmm. David would have had to explain everything to them anyway. <laughs> so, okay. It's hacking language. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right, we go into okay. the we go into the gym and we have one of the most confusing exchanges of the movie and I would love to hear your read on this as a VHS fan. VHS super fan, Matt Awkward. Yeah. Explain this interaction. Okay, so uh, hot dude doing crunches, and then hot lady walks up to him and is like, hey, why don't you do some more crunches for me? I never waste energy in the gym. Besides, I'm Beta, and you're VHS. Matthew Awkward. There's, 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 it's, uh, there's multiple ways to read it. I- I'm thinking he could be, he could also be gay. Number one. And that was that my was, that was my number one guess. Another one was just they're incompatible. Like he's that's not his style of girl, I guess maybe. Okay, that's a third one because the other one that I assumed third. my I thought that this was at a point when they were like, "Lady, I'm Beta," which is way up here. Oh, and VHS quality. Yes, <clears throat> you're just not quite up to my quality. Yep, that could also. And be. that was like a really badly timed. Like, basically a year after this, Beta got sunk. And they were like, ah, shit. Maybe I should have said something else there. I didn't even think of that part, yeah. That was my guess. There's definitely three ways to read this line. It's a good line. I like it. It's a great line. I just wish it was kind of given some sort of context. Uh, (laughs) What context? I just sit there and discuss, like, tape decks for another 10 minutes? And she's like, "Uh, really? Do you know how long the recording playback is on a VHS? I could set that to six hours. (laughs) Can you get six hours on a beta? (laughs) Well, clearly the fidelity is much higher on my beta player. (laughs) I got it at Montgomery Ward. I spent a small fortune. (laughs) Yeah, there were probably like $4,000 when this movie was made. I have a JVC wood-paneled VCR that uh, that I found the picture for in a flyer. That listed oh, for thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so crazy. For a tape deck. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. I miss those so much. The the top loaders. Yeah. Oh. Well, this isn't a top, but it's a it's a big JVC with a big still foot, nice. foot down thing. All the buttons are on a on a door that comes. I don't have the remote for it, but it looks like a um, wow. It looks like an '80s sitcom TV remote for when somebody buys like a satellite. TV. It looks like the damn Terravision remote. Like, nice, it's humongous with like a little digital screen on it and oh, everything. That's I haven't awesome. been able to find one yet though. I oh. just found the picture of it. I don't have the remote. Yet. So it's got like a, a scrub wheel or something. It does have a scrub. Like it, it's it's it can do editing and stuff. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it has way more features than I need because the only features on my VCR ever uses play. Yeah, of eject. Course. Don't rewind. That's next man's problem. Whoa. Shout out to Throatzilla. How dare you? <laughs> You're supposed to be kind and rewind. <laughs> Fuck it, next man's problem. Wow. Uh, why don't you just put it in your Lamborghini-shaped tape rewinder? <laughs> which, by the way, I used to have. <laughs> Not because I was really a big fan of Lamborghinis, but because it was $6 or something oh, yeah. at Walmart. Uh, amazing. And it also broke almost instantly. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So we we get a super weird scene of people doing aerobics without, like, nobody's telling them what to do. 
But they know what to do, man. Everybody, like, it's a well choreographed <laughs> dance routine up in there. And so the the he's guy, a really good teacher. The teacher comes out and he's just like touching people randomly, like a real creepo. He's like, I'm gonna put my arms on you, and you're bending over, even though you're bending over just fine without me doing this. You're doing fine, <laughs> but I want to make sure that you injure yourself while this is happening. So, yeah, that's, I hate other people's backs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there, that's the fun. Another fun part of this, just. They edit in like 10 seconds of aerobics over and over again, like in scene changes. It's just like, and then go straight to the dancers, like to the aerobics dancers. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. It's like it, it flavors the movie so nicely. This movie. (laughs) Jesus. I, I don't know. This might be one of the best bad movies ever made. Like I think I I think this is like in the top five as far as I'm concerned. And it's shot so well too, despite despite the stupid ass set design. Like which it again kinda adds to the charm. Kinda makes you angry how stupid it looks. There there are certain (laughs) things that are kinda like, Oh, come on, you could have done better than that. But there are also certain things in it that you're like because imagine if they'd had a good looking fish for the kill. How much less amazing that scene would have been. Like there's oh, just that paper mache eel seals the deal. It does. That's why it's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there's so many moments in this that the choice to do the weirdest thing makes the scene. And oh, I just I can't say enough good things about this movie. <laughs> uh, okay. Do do do. Um, we get the quick quick break for the lady to fake get her fingers chopped up in the blender, which is a <laughs> foreshadowing to when she actually does. <laughs> Uh, we go back to the aerobics again, and then we go to Michael going into his office, and there's something strange on his bookcase. He it's pulls a bird's a nest. A dead, unborn, and a aborted baby bird. Yes, is in his office just because this movie was like, let's 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 get weird. And the when they say what it is. Because once you see it happen, you're just like, what? What? He (laughs) freaks out. He's like, oh my God, he finds this nest and a baby bird falls on the floor and dies or whatever on the ground. He's like, fuck, I'm going to go beat the shit out of David. (laughs) And as an audience member, you're just like, what? Uh, Huh? And then he says, like, what is his rambling about? Like, the bird was a symbol of the family that that me and what's her nuts (sighs) Catherine had together? Like... Yes. really convoluted. It's really confusing because why would... It's supposed to be his inner thought. It's supposed to represent something that's like literally something that he never externalized, that he never told anybody. And so somehow he blames David as though David knew what it was. Because the first person I think he ever told that thought to, the reason that he was Mm -hmm. convinced of the psychic guy's abilities, was because he said it. I mean, if it had been something he'd told somebody else, he would have gone, well, you just fucking talk to somebody. Yeah. You know, and I was always talking about how I loved our little egg that we were going to have <laughs> and how I loved that it wasn't a dead baby bird on the floor <laughs> of my office. You know, I can't wait to give birth to a not dead baby bird. <laughs> I'm so excited for you to not give birth to a dead baby bird. Oh, weirdos. So. Yep, he does. He goes in. They have a little. They have a little angry. Whatever. Who cares? Michael, David denies everything because. Yeah. But it was him, I guess. But does he know what he's doing? Is it one of? I mean, we never yeah, know we what never kind really of possession. Really, fully it is. know. Yeah. 
if it's like a trapped behind the eyes kind of possession where he can see everything. I think it is because he does say fight at the end. He, well, the other guy says it. It's not like right where he's in there somewhere because he also is like very upset about the fact that they're hurting people. Yes. So yeah. That, so I think he is just a hostage okay. hostage scenario. Okay. Um. We uh we go to another not at all gratuitous scene of fifteen ladies showering. Uh, that we spoke of before. This, this is one of my only complaints with this movie. Is the first this wasn't fifteen minutes long? Yes. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> no, the first three kills here like all take place with like water or something shooting out of pipes in the ceiling. Yes. Like first the opening kill, the shower scene and uh, the acid bath in the basement. Like it's all pipes on the ceiling. Like it's all different, but at the same time, like why does every, why does the first three kills all have to do with ceiling pipes? I got to say, as far as I'm concerned that the problem was that they didn't emphasize that. I don't think that there was anything having to do with the showers. I mean, they kind of implied that the showers were heating up and that it was yeah. like burning them. Then it was shooting tiles. But the tile shooting was the important part. It was, but I'm still saying that there's still water coming from the right. ceiling in all the right. first three kills. Like, True. Yeah, yeah. That bugged me the second time through. But it is yeah. an excuse for hot ladies to be naked. Yeah. Um, okay. That I'm not complaining about. Okay. <laughs> and so now, now uh, again, we're introduced to something that is clearly out of the purview of a computer. Obviously, they're not controlling shower tiles yep. with the computer. Um, so... Ah, oh, shit. Somebody set this computer to death tiles. <laughs> and we go, straight, we go straight to them, like, in what would be in another movie, like, them sitting outside next to an ambulance, like, covered in a blanket, recovering from this. But instead, they've put on their workout gear. They're outside with a towel, and they're, like, scheduling a threesome exactly. with Michael. Yep. They, like, they took two minutes to recover from their trauma, and now they're, like, so, three-way? Can you handle both of us this afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he says, eh, I guess. I can try. <laughs> I'll have fun trying, he says. No. Yep. He's Oof. modest. He is. Uh, he's okay. Not a, he's not a big bragger. <laughs> that is true. That is, like, one of his only positive <laughs> things. Uh, so, we get some more comic relief from Freddy. He's trying to do something and fails. Who cares? Uh... You brought it up. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so the guy that was too hot for that lady who was beta and she was VHS, he starts doing butterfly presses on this new machine. The one that just looks like it's like stuck through wallpaper. It's and you just... can see, honestly, the only thing they needed was like, like cut McDonald's cups and spray paint them black and use them as like little covers for the wall because where it comes out Oh, you yeah. can see where the X-Acto knife cut the fucking wallpaper. Yep. It's like just that ah, little tiny thing, yeah, I it's think. it's so slop. It, it just, just a little too sloppy. But it's still, this scene, again, it's inexplicable. The computer goes crazy. He's It increases his weight. And instead of just resetting to a normal place. Oh, no. Instead of just pulling his arms out, he just has his arms up in two straps, like... 
He yeah. just pulls down. He didn't, like, no <laughs> handcuff himself in or anything. And then, again, inexplicably, his stomach explodes, basically. Like, he starts and those spraying presses don't stuff. need straps anyway. No. It's such a convoluted no. way to get him stuck there. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. just like, fuck you, believe he's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I do. I do. <laughs> and I love it. I'm fine with this. None of this bothers me. Um, so, we do all of that. And, uh, yeah, and he gets that, like, it's a very trauma moment where, like, he just starts gouting. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a fissure. It's yep. just insane. I think it looks great. It looks wonderful. Um, yeah, this movie's gore effects. This super movie, fun. what's great about this movie, another thing I learned is that not only did they have, so this movie was so convinced that they needed to have that level of gore that they had an effects team. And that was like a full-on effects crew mm-hmm. for just the effects. And then they had a full-on blood team that all <laughs> they did was deal with blood. There's like the blood team just did blood. Yep. And that's how much blood there is in this movie. And it is a ton. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. When people die, they flood the floor with blood. Yep. It's it's great. They do not fuck around in this. So... um we finally get our Jaws plot point dropped here, where we learn that they've got to keep the club open because this Mardi Gras party next week is the most important thing ever. Question. What? Why do they call it a Mardi Gras party? It's clearly a Halloween, <laughs> Halloween party. party. Why wouldn't they just go with the Halloween Why? theme in a horror Why? movie? Why? Exactly. There's not even a beaded necklace in sight, I don't think. I like, don't get it's it. It's such a Halloween party. I mean... It, and that's he's dressed as skeletons and shit. That's actually what's funny about it is that, like, the only reason you would do that is to throw in boobs. To be like, ah, we're going to do a bunch of, like, Mardi Gras. Beads and boob shots, yeah. and boob, bleh, whatever the you The BB shots. The thing that you just said. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they don't do that. So it's like, make it Halloween. People would rather, people are more excited about Halloween yep. as a concept in a horror movie than mm. Mardi Gras. Or maybe they just felt like Halloween was overdone. Who knows? But either way, Michael wants to shut down the computer, but his lawyer says, you can't do it. Because that's why everybody wants to come here. Everybody wants to come here for that, and if you shut that down, it's going to destroy the company. (laughs) Or some shit. If people have to put a pin... If people have to move their own pins (laughs) instead of talking to a robot and swiping the swipe card that they keep in their pockets of their... Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He goes to pick up Laura at the hospital... Uh, he brings her back to a $10 million Hollywood Hills home. That's his house. Wow. I mean, I guess if you own a spa. He owns a spa. That's, yeah, he's probably not. He owns Space Gym. He, yes. What is, what was it called? Hard Bodies something spa. Oh, <laughs> it no. turns Star into Body, I think. Star right? Bodies, right. Of course, because it needs to turn into that spa. Um, okay, so it's star something hard, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so he, this is where we get, <laughs> this <laughs> I can't even scene. talk about it. It's so atrocious. It's yeah. like a, it's like a lovey flirty, uh, dinner date scene, but the girl has big white bandages because of the chlorine bath she took and he's like feeding her limp yeah. asparagus <laughs> and it's such as a metaphor yeah oh yeah it's oh, clearly a metaphor it's, and it's also like man come on get a more rigid food if you're gonna make this yeah, a like metaphor a, like a big zucchini or something <laughs> <laughs> i just 
now I have a picture of him just trying to push a whole zucchini into her face. <laughs> yeah. Just bonking her on her blind face. With oh, it. oh, sorry, babe. We'll, we'll try asparagus instead. <laughs> so odd. All right. Um, okay. Where are we now? We are It's at... a scene that just made my jaw drop, though, when it was oh, happening. I was just like, is. are you kidding me, movie? That is... It is... <laughs> Almost. I mean, I still think the the worst food scene in movie history is the V eight scene from from. Uh, oh, what was that? We did it yeah. from the Ninja movie. Uh, yep, Ninja Three. Ninja Three: The Domination. Yeah. Yes, Th- that is that is still the most insane thing I've ever seen. But this it's pretty close. This comes in comes in pretty close. All right, so we go back into the ladies' locker room and. Uh, Eat. And some random lady goes in to investigate lockers. They're slamming. I mean, this is, is this, uh, who, I don't know who this actress is, so whatever. She's the one that was left behind from, no, she's not. She's the other one. She's like a nobody character. She's She's just like there. She has a few lines. Her name's Marcy. Nice. Yeah. God damn. How do you remember these things? I have to have pages of notes to remember this stuff. I've seen this movie like 20 times. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I also thought she was the girl that bounced on the orgy too at first, but it is not. She is a second person. Yes. Um, for not for long. Not for long. So <laughs> obviously slamming lockers. This, I got to say, this was really good in that surprising way where mm. it's like, they're setting you up with all these noises, so you're like, oh, something's in front of her. It's being really loud, but it's literally, we're looking at her being frightened, and then, boom, out of nowhere, spike through the neck. Oops. Dart in the neck. Yep. And she is dead. So, it was also funny when they find her, that, like, she opens the door, and, like, later on, when the corpse is found, yep, her eye is all fucked up. That's what happens when the ghost kills people, though. Because the same thing happens to the pirate lad later on when he gets, she touches his face and he dies, and then when they show him, he's all disfigured. Like, oh, like when the ghost kills people, they get disfigured like that. That's why her face is all warped when they saw her in the locker after. That rules. I did yeah. not notice that. Okay, cool. Um, That's my theory. I like it. Also, <laughs> I do hate that though. That that kill. That's my least favorite kill. What in the, the pirate world. kill? Face touch kill is the so worst stupid. kill ever. Yeah. I hate Looks cool afterwards, but like, give us something cool never, to watch when doing it. Never kill people in a horror movie by having someone touch their face and then cut away and they're dead. Yep. Boo. Boo, I also agree. That is, that is like a legitimate pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Um, okay, so in a crazy turn for this movie that is full of crazy turns, <laughs> Michael decides to bring his girlfriend who was blinded back to the scene of her blinding. At the spa. To get her stuff. To get her stuff instead of just getting it for her. Yeah. Because, um, like, he can probably do it a lot easier. he can see. He's got eyeballs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hi, right, babe. We'll sit in the car. You wander through the fucking dark and right. scan your car in every locker until you find one that's yours and opens. <laughs> it's one thing if she had been blind from birth. She's been blind for two weeks. Yeah. You know? Like, that's what I'm this, saying. She's not going to be able to She's not going to be able there. to do anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. He doesn't even give her a cane. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> and he abandons her, which was really oh, so surprised? so on brand for this dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, all right, uh, you take care of your stuff, and I'll go do my stuff. I'm gonna go bang the girl that's uh, trying to backstab me right now. Yeah, I guess maybe Prob- probably what was going on there. We're having an orgy in the basement. Yep. So, 
Michael, when he does abandon her, he goes and talks to his dead wife on the computer screen for a second. And there's a video of what looks like his wife heading down to murder his girlfriend. I think it looks cool. It's a cool visual. Oh, it is. And, yeah. and I mean, it like, of course, I mean, the explanation is dumb as hell. Oh, totally. But it still it still looks good. And doesn't make any sense, but which is par for the course for this movie. Right. It, it almost would have... She, so it, she, it finds out it's the lawyer's girl. Mm-hmm. Or the, and, and so he runs down there after his girlfriend to save her yeah. from this killer. And then unmasks her. And she's just like, I just wanted to show him a new costume. She's blind! <laughs> <laughs> you blinded her! Like, what was your... It's after hours! <laughs> what are you doing here? Yes. How did you know we were going to be here? <laughs> Why are you in this place? This is insanity thank you <laughs> this is all insanity and if he had a and brain she doesn't even get called on it no if he had any kind of brain he would be like oh you must be the one doing all this stuff yeah because you're here after hours again you're wicked suspicious now you should be so- and you're wearing a goof a spooky mask <laughs> yes but also you're wearing the exact dress that the ghost of my wife is wearing later on <laughs> sure I almost wanted when he went down there to find out that she wasn't wearing that dress or it looked a little different. Like it looked like that on screen because his ghost wife wanted her to wanted her to see that. Mm-hmm. And then she was wearing something that was slightly different so that it wasn't just like a complete odd coincidence that she was dressed like that. But yeah, not too important. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Michael goes home and he has some more detailed flashbacks about his wife's death. Turns out it was suicide. Da da da. Um, Michael is now convinced that his wife is the one haunting the place after having the visitation and all these dreams and all that stuff. He's finally starting to pull it together. Um, and also, I love the fact that I think this might be the only movie I've ever seen where someone is haunting somebody's job. Have, can you think of another movie where someone, like, instead of haunting their house, <laughs> she's haunting his fucking workplace? I was going to say, it seems like a great plot for a movie, but I guess it's already been done now. That's weird, right? <laughs> imagine, like, imagine a movie, like, a guy has, like, an office job, and every time he gets to his cubicle, like, shit just keeps getting... It's a haunted cubicle, it's it. I mean, I would totally watch that. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. I like it. Let's get on it. Okay, let's get on it. I will edit that part out. Um, (laughs) Don't steal our ideas. (laughs) Okay. So now he goes to visit our crazy occult researcher, Dr. Maury. (laughs) This just comes out of fucking nowhere. Where do you find this guy? I don't know, but I'm glad he does. Yeah. It's just yet another just piece of let's add another just another beautiful tile in the exquisite mosaic that is death spa i've got my ghost investigator suitcase uh electronics rig here and uh let me tell you this job isn't just beeps and burps (laughs) really because that's kind of all you do is have a beep and boop thing but whatever so (laughs) you fly up to the ceiling like a looney tune (laughs) i don't even really know what killed him it was interesting. 
Uh, Getting thrown up into the ceiling like a Looney Tune? Maybe. He was alive when he hit the ground. and then Yeah, he then got, he got thrown up the stairs. But then he rolled down the... They're death rollers. <laughs> the, those rollers seem to have killed him. Anyway. He broke his neck. He was chucking it right I at the mean, wall. Yeah. Probably. It was probably just taking a while. So <laughs> he, he tells this long rambling story. This was actually pretty funny. It kind of worked. I'd say it yeah. worked about 60% for me. He tells this big, long, spooky story about this haunted cigarette case that kept burning <laughs> people's houses down and killing people. And he's like, and it's right here. Cigarette? Mm. Mm. It was close. Good attempt. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, I, I appreciated it. Whatever. Um, so he specializes in psychometry, which means he can touch things and know their origin and blah, 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 and know everything about them. So he also has this weird piece of like unused Ghostbusters technology (laughs) that looks like some sort of meat thermometer with lights inside it. Because it is. Well, okay. I I mean, whatever it (laughs) is. Yeah, it says what it looks like. It's just some sort of very weird thing. And he also has like a briefcase that it goes with and it's, it's fun. Yep. It's a fun little little piece of kit. Um, so he, uh, Michael, hands him his wife's brooch. And basically he tells him the, the psychic guy knows his entire life story based on this one brooch. Mm-hmm. So uh, his wife lost her use of the legs during childbirth. This is where this is where he is this finds where it. you find all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I tuned out, I guess. Because it's boring. <laughs> yeah. This was the this is the one part of this that was kind of boring. But he does explain that whole thing and then and he's like, Well, you could have learned that anywhere. And he's like, What about the fact that you think about babies as birds and the nests and egg? And he goes, What? <laughs> so Okay. And I'll now let you crawl around with your doodad machine after closing you're officially hired to crawl around with your doodad machine um yeah he's he wants to bring the guy in he's gonna have him research the haunting because he wants to make sure that he's not just being gaslit by somebody trying to drive him crazy uh there's a very vague scene in what might be david's bedroom where we hear him having a conversation with his dead sister yes that was in david's and he's like I don't want to do this. Yeah, I can't do this people. anymore. We're hurting people. It weirdly sounds like they're having sex, and then that's how that's he That's what gets, I thought at first, too. Yeah, and then he gets possessed. Um, this is this returns a couple of times with the weird ADR and him getting possessed. Yep. Um, we get another little dance break, which is lovely and always appreciated. Uh, and then we go back to that weird room with the cow skulls, and that's <laughs> just... Another one of those scenes uh, where Marcy is missing. Cops are suspicious. Another dance break. Oh, the cop has a great line here, though. <laughs> people here people here lose so much weight, they disappear. <laughs> yep, that was good. Uh, the psychic investigator finally shows up at the club. With the uh, beep-boop machine. Yep, Michael proves that he's a man-slut still and is like, he, <laughs> he has yet another sexualized interaction with more customers. Um... And uh, there's a note left for Linda, one of the two people from the threesome. And uh, looks like Michael's changed his mind. He wants her all to himself. And she's like, oh, I would much prefer that. Which is weird. You'd think that somebody who is into three ways is more like... I'm into the three way. You'd think that that would be kind of the, the whole point. But she wanted him 
all to herself. So in a nice, dank, romantic basement. Yeah. I like that he made a little map for her. <laughs> it's like, this is where the basement is. It's down. Due to the fact that she can't get back to the door that was a foot away from her when shit goes down, she probably needs that map. Oh, <laughs> uh, if only she'd turned the map around when she was in the basement, yeah. she would have been able to get out. <laughs> uh, she had it upside down. That's, that's a, Damn that's it. A, Tiny little complaint I have with this movie too. They, they again, it's just like the guy with the butterfly press. The movie's just like, fuck you, believe this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like to think that it's just these guys are all so fucking stupid that of course that's how it's gonna go down. Yeah, I mean she's right there, and then like shit goes down, and she's like, oh crap, I'm gonna run over here. Oh crap, I'm gonna lay down. Oh crap, it's like just turn around and leave. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I agree. Okay. Uh, she goes wandering yeah. around in the basement, poking around for things, and then, holy shit, guess what? More water comes down from the ceiling to kill somebody. Well, yeah, it is true. <laughs> that is that is the fourth time water has come down from the ceiling and <laughs> yeah. killed somebody. I mean, I guess they, it hasn't always killed people. This is the first time it's actually killed someone. Because it's uh, acid, I guess. This time, I guess it's acid. They've graduated on from chlorine. Like, but uh, so We're not just torturing little squirrels anymore okay here i mean listen it's a minor complaint with again one of my favorite movies ever made um but if they had somehow explained that there was for some reason acid in the pipes (laughs) that like because if you're like okay clearly it's not a ghost because there's no chlorine in the pipes. Somebody had to put chlorine yep. specifically in this and sabotage it. And it's like, okay, perfect. Because, you know, obviously it's not our ghost. So she goes down to the basement and they're like, oh yeah, but also we have acid pipes. So it, this or, acid or pipe or blew a tank that said like sanitizing acid. Sure. You know, yep. Just you like, know, just like, like, like sign. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like there's something, <laughs> but it's like, there's not a pipe that just has acid in it. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> But you know what? I still love this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, Mark. And this, this uh, oh, man. Oh, the aftermath. Yeah, we stepped away. <laughs> Holy shit. The aftermath is insane. It's like Evil Dead levels of, like, melty face. More extreme than that, yeah. I was thinking Evil Dead 1, where they, like, literally do the, like, the oh, tabs yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yep. Very, but then they even have her heart, like, exposed. Her heart's beating. It's like, still beating. And she's still, she's still alive. alive. She's, like, yeah. almost completely melted. All that's left of her body is her heart. Yeah. And her face. And her face is still going, oh, <laughs> boy, this sucks. This really sucks. <laughs> this was totally not worth it. I nope. wish I'd just gone for the three-way. <laughs> uh, okay. And her friend disappears. We never see her three-way friend again. Hillary from oh, Fresh no Prince. Oh, yeah. no shit. She just vanishes, too. That's really weird. Characters just pop up. They either die or they just disappear. And I don't mean like disappeared from a ghost. I mean just like... Yeah, yeah. Exit just... stage left, collect their paycheck yeah. and drove home. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right. Now we go back to Laura's place or I guess David's place. But Laura is staying there. David shows up and he's acting super sinister. He tells her that uh, Michael told him to come by. She's got to fix the house's terminal? Yeah, something. Uh, but like he's he's clearly evil and she's clearly terrified the yep. whole time uh, there's a great scene here like a really fancy artsy shot where he comes in the door and it's him and his reflection 
as she's like coming in. Oh, there's two people here. Very artsy. Uh, David goes to the study. Laura's still blind and vulnerable. Um, it, at one point it looks very much like he's about to kill her with a screwdriver, Mm -hmm. but then the doorbell rings. And it's another one of David's girlfriends. Some random hot lady. Another random hot blonde chick that I don't know if she's been in the movie yet. Nope. Okay. I I was like, maybe she's been in Enjoy her for the 10 seconds because she's gone and who knows who she is. She does not know how to back a car or turn her car (laughs) around, though, because she completely reverses and just drives backwards through a mile-long driveway. that was terrifying. When she leaves, that cracked me up. Mm. Would have been better if they just reversed like the film for like coming in. Like, totally Ed Wooded the thing. It's like it's a $10 million house, but uh, God, the driveway sucks. Just, <laughs> There's nowhere to turn No turnaround. Turn <laughs> uh, yeah. She hops in the convertible and just reverses it all the way down the longest, dri- longest cliffside driveway ever. Yeah, just like a little jag of the wheel, and she'd just go right yeah. straight down the- <laughs> Yeah. Right well, off why the hill. Is this hot blonde out buying groceries for like a totally capable guy? Like it's so. Weird. And later, it, it, it's revealed that he's literally coming back in like minutes. Like yeah. he's like, as soon as David leaves, basically she gets a minute, uh, like ten minutes to take a nap, and he's back. Yep. But whatever. <laughs> um. Okay. So. It's uh, really weird when you think about it. Like, why'd that girl even have to come just for just to break up the tension between? I mean, yes, probably. And also because uh, Michael had run out of limp asparagus. And so <laughs> yeah. this is like just, just a big UPS. bag. I got like, I got robo, <laughs> I got space gym parts for you. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of space gym parts. <laughs> yeah. But then, then they wouldn't have been able to hire yet another incredibly attractive blonde lady. Um, Okay, so Michael drives home really fast in his sweet Porsche. He finds Laura laying on the couch. Oh, it's a scare that she's dead, but she just wakes up. She was dead. I wasn't buying it for a sec. Good job. You really sucked it to him, Matt. <laughs> um, so, okay. Now we go back to the gym and <laughs> we get this, our 15th insane twist of the movie. Michael's lawyer is sabotaging the air conditioning unit yes because he wants the party to be super hot which i guess would be bad i i, I guess i mean yes you'd be super hot and sweaty it's not sexy when you're at a party and you're sweating bullets everywhere and they mention that way okay i guess that's it like I everybody's mean, trying to be sexy and wearing full costumes and they're gonna be like 90 degrees in there yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be gross they're all gonna take their clothes off and <laughs> <Yeah>. they're <laughs> It's just going to be a bunch of naked people, and nobody then, wants then a they party go like rinse that. Rinse off in the acid bath. <laughs> I I don't get what his plan here is, but he's down there. He doesn't and he's get like, what his plan is here. The way that they handle electricity is also very suspect in this movie. <laughs> Later on, it gets really weird. He's like, "Hold on, let me take off my calculator watch for no ass reason and put it around this thing." <laughs> Hold I'm on, I'm on. going to uh, I'm going to implicate here. myself yeah, exactly. in this thing. So he does. Oh, I'm so dastardly. <laughs> so dastardly. <laughs> Um, and so the psychic investigator is now wandering around the basement. He finds the pile of goo that used to be that lady from the three-way. Damn, it looks great. It looks absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, she's like, she has, uh, neon maniacs into the, into the (laughs) ground. Um, great. She's street trashed. She had, you know, she has actually street trashed, um, he runs away and we hear some sinister laughing and the ghost lady throws him around for a bit. 
Then he produces a Luger from his jacket. Holy shit. Again, just like when you're like, what other insane thing could you do here? He pulls the gun and his hand explodes. Yeah, the ghost just blows it up. I'm like, yeah. I mean, it turns out that this ghost can just fucking blow you up whenever she feels oh, like yeah. it, by the way. She's powerful. I mean, we find out later. She uh, has learned some shit down there in hell. <laughs> I don't understand what the rules of hell are. You can just, like, come up topside and blow people up When you're as badass no as she is? Yeah, Satan, Satan just let her go for the show. <laughs> That's good. Uh, okay, so... Let's see. Michael now has a dream about his wife. This time it's a it's like a prophetic dream where he's dreaming about her talking to him from inside his house, which looks like it's kind of burning or something. And she's saying, you know, jump off this thing so that you can live with me forever. Yeah, she just wants him to kill himself. Which is weird because later on we find out that the real deal is that he has to burn to death and that he has to die the same way she did. Which doesn't go anywhere, but yeah. it's literally something she makes. She makes the caveat later where she's like, you have to die this you way. Have to t- yeah. What? Okay. Where'd that rule come from? Again, you're really just making this worse and worse. Okay, I'm going to hell and I have to burn to death yeah. to get to hell. How about fuck you, lady? It's kind of like Ghost Keeper where they were just making it up as they went along. And also, she went to hell because she killed herself. That's a thing, I think. Boo. Fuck you. <laughs> it is absolutely a thing. In in dumb religions that are dumb. Come at me. Every organized religion. Um, we can eat some mail. <laughs> no, that's good. I don't read it anyway. I um, can't read. <laughs> okay. Where are we at? Oh, uh, okay. So... Michael sees that the AC was tampered with and he finds the watch and he's like, oh shit. (laughs) And he, why I oughta. (laughs) And so he drives to his lawyer's house and holy shit. He accuses Tom of sabotaging. He's like, oh fuck, you sabotaged everything. And then he's like, come on, you're crazy. And then the person that he thought that he was philandering with, he was like, oh, what are you doing upstairs? You're the person that was in the club after hours all those times interesting and he starts pulling it together very slowly because he's dumb as shit and she gives it up fast (laughs) this is the other part of this the one thing that I've learned after watching like literally everything in politics for the last 10 years you always just keep lying and keep lying lying. just always lie all the time never stop lying and she instead is like I did it yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it was very important yes for the plot that they're like but I was just supposed to like burn her eyeballs a little there bit was, there was no lock for that door <laughs> Yeah, you know as long as she didn't fall asleep in there she might have lived as long as she didn't breathe yeah. also okay so th- no forget it I don't want to go into that her lungs would have been burned out oh, yeah, if, it was, if it was bad enough for, to burn her eyes her lungs would have been completely yeah. destroyed but whatever okay um Either way, she'll get another chance to burn later on. They just love burning her skin. Yeah, so <laughs> they do. So he very politely accuses her of putting chlorine in the system. And she's like, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 
everybody admits it and then but then they're like it was only us we're the only two people who are involved <laughs> and he's like wait david's not involved he's like no david's not involved in this and now everybody is just fucking confused yeah for good reason uh so david so now is, you got everybody haunting david's health club. <laughs> i mean michael's health club. yes so uh david and his sister have another argument where they get possessed she takes him over now there's more messages on michael's computer Michael, I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. Yeah. Michael shuts down the main computer and puts all the machines on manual. He posts Ken Foray there and tells him to grab David if he shows up. And warns him that he might be dressed up as his twin sister. Yes. That's true. My dead wife. <laughs> yes. Um, You're a weird dude, Michael. <laughs> Michael breaks into David's place with the two cops. All the furniture's covered like nobody lives there, but then there's ladies' clothes everywhere. So they put out an APB for him, again, potentially in drag. Um, Mardi Gras parties in full swing. Halloween party. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, the, only a few people have died at this place. Why Why not just keep going? Uh, this is great. There's lots of costumes and weirdness, and this is just like exactly what you want out of something like this. Everybody's dressed in something crazy. It's, it's just awesome. fun to look at. It's it's just beautiful. I just wish it was Halloween. I wish there was a big Halloween banner. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, so this could fit into the plethora of Halloween movies you watch every year. Right. You know what I mean? But like, now you can watch this as a Mardi Gras movie. <laughs> for every all the Mardi Gras movies you watch every year. Um, so, Voodoo Tales is kind of cool. I don't remember that one. It's bad. <laughs> so the cops show up. They're looking for anybody who looks vaguely like David's dead sister, and they miss her by two seconds. They literally walk, and they just do one of those, like, crossing each other's paths, but their line of sight is in the wrong direction, and she literally just walks behind <laughs> them. Pretty great. Um, she heads for the computer room, and there's some dude there. I don't know who he is. I think he's... Jeremy. Sure. Um, Dressed as a pirate. She seduces him and he does... He doesn't wear a mask until he does need to wear a mask until for she, convenience. Yes. So she does the, the, the boring hand kill that bums yep. me out. Uh, and now she's dressed as the, the pirate, uh, but she has that mask that didn't exist until now. And she lures Laura to come with her. Yes. So she can tie Laura up to a tanning bed and turn that on because, again, we just we do not tire of burning Laura. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get this scene that didn't make a lot of sense to me. So uh, the lawyer shows up in Michael's office. His, yeah, I, his I also- girlfriend is there, and he hits her with a candlestick thinking that she is... Michael. Yep. And he closes a briefcase as though he's done something really important. We'd never find yeah, out what, what the, was he even doing. What is in the briefcase? What is he doing? We don't know. But he closes the briefcase and he says, Say goodbye to your club, Michael. <laughs> and that's it. Why uh, does he even hate Michael so much? I think he I think it's just a matter of stealing the club. It's just a matter of like making him lose enough money that you know what? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. So, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sabotage this and make and make, and make enough people get hurt here. So then, so you'll that the lose reputation, a, so that nobody is, will come. Nobody to you. wants to go to exactly. this fucking. Exactly. <laughs> it's really not a well thought out plan. Not great. <laughs> um, okay. So, dead wife 
has kidnapped current blind girlfriend or ex-blind girlfriend is now menacing her with a knife while dressed as a pirate. This is the movie. This that, is the movie. This is what's going on. Uh, turns out it wasn't Michael that got hit. It was his girlfriend. She's. A, we're just doing like, this is like a French farce at this point. We're just like, who's, who's in the costume? Whoa. All the doors slam. Um, so they run across the hallway, Scooby-Doo style. I fucking wish. Uh, the, the computer prints out, Michael, I miss you a million times on dot matrix sheets, which must have been very expensive. Uh, so finally, he hear those sheets. Oh, me too. <laughs> I miss that. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could still have one of those. Um, so he finally sees Catherine. Catherine's her name? His yes. ex-wife? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she shows him a closed circuit of Laura about to be fried in the tanning bed and says that if he doesn't kill himself she's gonna be fried she's chicken. gonna she's gonna flick a switch and fry her somehow apparently they have a setting on the tanning bed that is fry chicken yes perfect um i guess everything's computerized so you can put everything up to 11 for some reason you can hack it up to 12 yeah it's so good <sighs> okay so she says if he kills himself now but wait, there's more. <laughs> I'll let everyone in the club live. But she's met Michael before, right? Yeah. Like, He's a toxic narcissist. Oh, like, yeah. this dude is not going to kill himself for somebody else. But he's, then. He's a total piece of shit. But then she gets mad that he would kill himself for her. Laura. Yes. He's like, I'll burn myself if you let her go. Yeah. And then she's like, you but you would kill yourself for her? I was yeah. like, lady, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally the That's, that's the, what you're exactly asking him to do, but now he's like, let the girl go. And he's like, no now. You're the one that put this on the table. Yeah. It wasn't him. God, you thought this through as well as a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, Nobody's good at planning. No. Everybody's <laughs> terrible at planning in this thing. So... Michael now sees that David is the one possessed. He actually kind of sees David's face in it. We get a weird little <laughs> little effect there. Yep. And then um, we start getting the whole morphing back and forth. Yep. Where David rap could be uh completely turns into his sister. Yep. Like back and forth. And he's like, "Fight it, David." Mm -hmm. Um take my over your twin sister and my ex-wife right and so he basically distracts her for a few minutes while he runs out jumps through a glass door he forgot how doorknobs work he forgot how doorknobs work i mean That's he's fine. only he the is, owner he's probably got the keys he is an idiot <laughs> uh he jumps through the window and uh saves his saves his wife but not before she's gotten like second degree burns all over yeah, and then her body. he sets her down on all the broken glass he just made he does indeed do that. Um, so, but Laura shows up again, or I mean, uh, Catherine shows up again, and she she puts that that great offer on the table. Let's die together and live forever in hell. I took a picture of it because it was so great, <laughs> so good. Uh, and Ken Foray shows up and he's like, "Don't worry, I'll save you." Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> All right, bye, Ken. <laughs> that was the last. That was the last we'll see of Ken. He got thrown through a window, and uh, wish him, wish him well. It's so good. It's a real, it's a real Willie in the Shinnin kind of moment. Um, so, back with the cop, 
he seems to be making progress with this bartender, the hot lady dressed as a bee. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is a real love Why connection Mellon we're girl seeing. Grew up. <laughs> she did. <laughs> um, but just then, it's just his luck, she blends her hand off and dies. <laughs> He's trying to, this is excruciatingly long. He's trying to oh, yeah. pull the blender off her hand and she's screaming. It was almost annoying it, in a way. It was. Because they're just like, there's nothing sticking the, the, like it'd be one thing if it was like a, like a Nightmare on Elm Street thing. Well, where I mean, like, it's a ghost. Yeah, I know it's a ghost, but like, you know, if it was a Freddy thing, you'd see like tentacles whip out from that thing and wrap around her neck so she couldn't pull the thing, you know what I mean? But there was nothing keeping that blender on except ghost power. And that was what was kind of annoying me. A I agree. Bit. I think that would have been cool, but um, yep. it still worked for me. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, it works. But me. there's just like nothing. And well, again, that was the only thing I gallons of blood. Oh yeah, big time. Gallons movie. of blood. <laughs> um, so he's like, "Wow, just barely recovered from this trauma." The freezer door behind them blows open, <laughs> sucks the cop into the freezer. And he's laying on the ground, and ghost shit's going on all over. Joe Weider's pro-bulk gain 6,000 pills are shooting everywhere. Beer bottles are popping Beer left and right. Beer bottles, champagne bottles that they keep in the freezer, because that's what you do with these clubs. They're exploding all around him. And then two papier-mâché fish start coming to life and <laughs> flopping around. And then one of them flies through the air, attaches to his throat, and he like everything else in this movie, explodes into a pile of blood. <laughs> so great. <laughs> He's just it's, a 50-gallon drum of blood. It's overkill. It is. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> everything about this movie is overkill. I love that he can't get up either. He just like falls in the freezer, and then like instead of standing up, he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 too, many, too many weight gain pills. Too many slices of pepperoni and garlic pizza. That was it, man. That was what did it. Yep. But holy shit. I mean, if if that doesn't cement this movie in the Hall of (laughs) Fame for weird-ass horror movies, I don't know what does. It's right up there with uh, with Dead Alive. I mean, um, Dead Heat with the uh, the, the Come Alive ducks and shit. Absolutely (laughs) reminds me of Dead Heat, which that scene is (laughs) pretty, pretty beautiful. Okay, so now Catherine's ghost is just sitting in the control room messing with the computer. That's it's, it. That's it. That's all she's doing. She's just like dicking she's like, around. I came back from hell to increase the resistance <laughs> on your exercise bike. Well, okay. So what? the idea that she's even involving the computer in this transaction, she can make people explode. But I'm so much better than ghost hack. Okay, I mean, maybe that's the part of her that's still David. That's still, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I like computers. And she's like, no. And I like evil. Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's combine our, peanut butter here. Combine our interests. This is great. Um, so so this lady who is the, I guess, the lawyer's girlfriend, who are the complicit lady, she wanders in after having her head smacked with the candlestick. That's she goes and starts insane. looking at her face. The mirror goes like all goes wonkily, and you're like, "Wow, I wonder what." Oh shit! Before you can even wonder what's about to happen, <laughs> she fucking explodes. <laughs> you see her mouth on the ground. <laughs> the fact that there's wonderful chunks of face that are identifiable. Oh yeah. Again, with the way that this movie 
anything that any movie would do where they would cheap out, this movie doesn't. Yep. It's like everything that's like, just, you don't need to do this, but we're going to. Like, they, the effects crew on this, I thank Great them. job, guys. Thank you so much for making this movie. You did it has, good. It has improved my life so much. <sighs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so... Michael goes back to the, goes to the electrical panel where there's a big uh, sticky note that says computer. <laughs> and he says, I'll show you fried chicken and unplugs the computer with his shoe. <laughs> Just, We're not making this up. And then, like, what's he do here? Like, unplugs one plug and plugs it into another to create, like, a giant electric short circuit thing? It's allergic allergic to shoes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, again, but the problem here is either he's got both his shoes on his hands and he's using them to, uh, to insulate himself. And he's insulated from the hundreds of thousands of volts that are clearly flowing through this thing. Or he isn't. Because when he grabs them, he goes... <laughs> He's just being dramatic. He was being melodramatic, clearly. <laughs> so that happens, and it's wonderful. So now she catches fire because she is the computer. Sure. I did, <laughs> I did not get that either. Yeah, whatever. But a lot of other things catch on fire, too. Yes, everything catches fire, which was also her plan, too, to begin with. So it's not like she's... Yeah. He's kind of helping her out. everybody gets caught in the fire because they can't figure out how to break glass. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Maybe... I... Oh, overacting extras. You were the real stars <laughs> yes. of this thing. The ones sticking their faces on the doors. Like, <laughs> when the, at the end, when the person... Guy smushes it. Yeah. Oh. Classic. <laughs> Um, and this, again, right at the end, a random scene, one of my favorites of the whole movie. Um, so we... Oh, the sauna? Uh... Or we skip over that? What happened in the sauna? This guy got, guy got, his head exploded in the sauna. Oh yeah, we skipped over that. Yeah, that was weird too. It was, you know what I think it was? I think it was a sauna rock, you know, that you pour oh, okay. water on, and I think it shot out of the thing and through the back of his head. Is that what happened? I, you don't see it. You just see the and front of his face. do we know who that, who the topless lady with him no. was? And she gets killed by peeling pieces of yeah, wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I think it was, I, I'm wondering if it, there was like a, a proposed effect shot of like the rock flying and they just messed it up or something. So they just did the front shot. Yeah, his head just, well, I mean, his head caves in. It ca- looks like it caves out to me. Well, it, to mean, me, it looked like a rock flew f- from could behind be. his head. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. They Either just had way. to get more nudity in before, so yeah. they were just like, yeah. Oh, I bet that's, I bet she's the one that was naked at the end in the fire. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I bet sense. that's who it is. Um, okay, so, man, all right. <laughs> we get her corpse burned beyond all recognition. It, we get a, we get him ripping her arm off because he, like, it grabs him in a in a scare. Yep, rips the arm off. She's so brittle that she she managed to do a jump scare, and he ripped her arm off. And the cop is like, "Fuck this!" and shoots <laughs> her 
twice in the head after her arm got peeled off. She's so crispy. That cop is, of course, my hero. Um, and it's amazing. And she's still not dead. She's still not really dead. Uh, oh, th- that part where she's laying on the ground. So confusing. Oh, but the end of the movie, like, like, the, I guess that this is literally the end of the movie where she's like, she's sitting on the, she's laying on the ground and she's like, nice try, Michael. And then her eyeball pops. It's <laughs> <laughs> the end of the movie. Yeah. Was that a sequel setup or I don't, I, I thought, I mean, it felt like a comedy sting where it's like, uh, I can get you up. Uh, <laughs> like you know it's like somebody saying they're triumphant and then somebody stepping on them and them exploding or something and then it and just it cuts like... to a music in the credit scene <laughs> oh my god this song wow this Is should this, this killer grove or... yes this needs to go on the on the collection <laughs> i think that it counts honestly even though it's not a hundred percent just recounting. oh like the, like the titular songs yes, of our like terrible songs at the end credits of movies that yeah. basically recount the movie. I count this one. I think this one, I think this one deserves it because it sounds like it's the producer singing it where it's like the voice does not sound like a person who sings. He's just kind of talking about the killer groove. <laughs> great. Love it. Uh, oh, also another great scene with our cop that I missed was when they were trying to get out, you know, everybody's, Everybody's trying to get out. Oh, we're locked in, whatever. And our cop goes, fuck this ghost shit. <laughs> and she shoots the door twice in, in the middle and she opens it. Yep. Because that's where the lock is. <laughs> Boop. Boop. Unlocks the door. Great. Beautiful. Yeah. And that's one of the greatest movies ever, Death Spot. It truly is, man. It's really. just wild. Yeah. It just never stops being awesome. It's like they couldn't turn down an idea. Yes. Everybody's had ideas and they're like, I love it. And there's conniving lawyers. I love it. And there's a ghost. I love it. And the ghost uses computers. Love it. Cocaine, 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 (laughs) cocaine, 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 cocaine. (laughs) But I appreciate every cocaine decision they made. It's, it's so cool. I mean, uh, it's, it's funny. They just, they really made the best thing that they possibly could out of this. And the other thing is too, like it's, it for as goofy and out there as it yeah. is it looks great it looks like, great. it is shot extremely well music's freaking fantastic the lighting is the lighting's great i wish whoever did the cinematography and the lighting for this could just explain to every other horror movie especially every modern horror movie how to light a fucking movie yeah because good god it looks so cool it's mm-hmm. like it's just it's cartoony you know, it's got that level of creep show, but it's not. They managed to do the Dario Argento light. Yes. Where it's not. But it works so great. Right. Like, yeah. it never takes center stage. You never feel like you're being. Like, when it's Argento, you're, not in you're the like, Argento oh, dark shit. Room. Yep. Something's going on because it's all red and then all blue. And then, yep. you know, like, it's not that shit, but it's subtle enough that you're. That, it just becomes part of the scene, and it's just. And that's awesome. what I mean. It looks fantastic. Yeah, for what it is. just yeah. everything about it. It doesn't. Great. It doesn't look like a cheapie at all. Yep. The set. The sets kind of look like a cheapie. Dude, you know but... what's crazy? I think that literally the only thing that looked like ass on that set was that one machine on the wall the, that that the... made you look like you could tell that it was just yep. wallpaper. Other than that, like if they had just built a rig around that, just anything. 
that was up against that wall, I think it would have. I think the whole set would have looked less shitty. Hmm. Yeah. But again, guess we'll never know. We'll never know. But I will also say that because it looks shitty, it's part of what I love about the movie. Mm-hmm. It becomes part of that. It's that. It looks like a cheap set from like a sitcom where they where they have the episode exactly. where where the characters going to go to the gym and you know they're not usually there so it's not elaborate like their living room. But what's crazy is it doesn't because like on a sitcom it would look better than that. It looks like a play. Like it looks like yeah, not, and not even yeah. like a good play. Yeah. Like it looks like a high school play mm-hmm. where like there's just something about that that looks so bad that yeah, it was it, it was special. It was like it was extra special how bad it was like you would not have seen that so on growing I was just thinking pains. about the gyms on the sitcoms and it's like they actually used machines yeah so they would real. have actual <laughs> machines but because they had to have this like space gym machines they yeah it's it, I mean clearly it's something that they ran out of time or ran out of money or something because that would have been great like it, having a, a space machine having that thing look like something big and crazy so that it was like extra you know yep. whatever have more stuff instead of being less <laughs> bits and bobs where it was, where it was just like just arms. Yeah. Imagine if they'd built that up. So it looked like a gigantic fucking throne with some sort of big evil looking machine with parts for your legs too. Right. You exactly. Yeah. So you're kind of like strapped into this thing yep. and it kind of already looks like a torture machine. Now that would have been cool if we had this like strapped in and everything. Yeah. And it went like an iron maiden, like, <laughs> and then it cracked him right down the middle. Yes. <laughs> and then blood went, Everywhere. What's that called? Spatchcocking? It spatchcocked him. Is that is that a word? I'm not sure. It's how you cut a turkey in half. Oh, okay. Spatchcock. Neat. <laughs> and that's what this this podcast is for to teach people about different turkey cooking techniques. <laughs> this is all get been, that at other podcasts. This has been all a big long roundabout yep. way to teach people <laughs> how to cut open a turkey. I learned something today. Mm, and I'm sure happy did. about that. <laughs> awesome. Ah, oh, well, thanks, Matt. Yeah, thank this you. This was great. It God was damn it, I love this movie. Yeah. Um, this is, of course, a really long version of this podcast. Uh, but uh, It's a special four-hour episode. But it was it was worth it. It was worth every minute. Um, where you know can we follow you? Worth, oh, worth every minute? I'm sorry, what is it? Browsing on the internet at CoastCityComics.com. CoastCityComics.com. Where you can get yourself a Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. I bet that's your home for all sorts of comic books and comic book related items. It sure is. And hand screen printed t-shirts from me. And officially licensed t-shirts from things, from properties like Boglins and... Black Roses. Black Roses and Blood Diner. My goodness. All licensed specifically to the store and I screened them all. Wow, that's amazing. Also, I have a lot of Boglin shirts to make this week. Yeah. I gotta get to so that. So don't order those because he's already making a bunch. <laughs> make actually this would be the time. If you want to buy a Boglin <laughs> shirt, do it now, because I'm gonna have it up on the on the rack and I'm gonna be making a bunch. Um yes, and follow us at Coast City Comics, follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast. Please rate and review us on your favorite whatever's Apple Podcasts or Google or Whatever, whatever else you do. And you can find me on Instagram at Matt Awkward VHS Fiend, and be sure to check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. You totally should do all of those things. Yes, they're all fun. They are all fun. So thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. All right, let's go hit the gym. Let's gotta, hit the I'm gym. Bust my lats. <laughs> yes, bust them. <laughs>